Welcome back to Coffee Lovers Radio. I'm your host, Joseph, uh, here at uh, Conduit with Jesse. We've been away for a couple weeks. Um, last show was the uh, uh, Conduit Coffee uh, three-year anniversary That's episode. right. That was like four weeks ago already, wasn't it? It was. It has been has been a little bit of time. <laughs> it's been super busy. Like um, is, before we get it, so we the, haven't even seen each other. We see each other a lot, like all the time. <laughs> he doesn't even come home at night anymore. Like I don't know. There's something really wrong with this relationship. But we've been very busy, and you know, our podcast baby's been suffering. I think I'll leave that in there. <laughs> um. Yeah, so before we get into today, we, we thought we'd dive, we, we really want to just get into summer, because, you know, starting to warm up, it's being nice outside, uh, and we want to just talk about coffee in the summer. It's but first, June. It's about is time. It June? It's almost June. It's not June yet. Shut your mouth. By the time this airs. Oh, that's true. It's June! <laughs> <laughs> um, so... So yeah, we, we've had we've had a few scheduling challenges recording, um, and uh, as you may know, uh, you know we both of course work on. It's been very busy. Yeah, very busy. You know, uh, lots going on with the conduit. Um, you know, I, I I work and publish at the magazine, uh, Coffee Lovers Magazine, and uh, we got a lot of stuff coming down the road, uh, and it's just been it's just been taking up time. So we've kind of. Um, the shows kind of took a little little bit of a back burner, uh, but we're gonna try and fit it in again. Well, uh, and it's just going. we're trying to keep it quality and keep it up to date, and yeah. you know it's fun to plan it and not just yammer. That's true. So you know the I show's don't... growing up as well, so it's time that that you know definitely. I don't know. We had an agenda for this show. Yeah, we do. I, I have a hear this. That's, That's two notes pages. That's notes. notes. That's outline. <laughs> notes of notes. Yeah, notes of. I can smell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aromatics of moleskin. <laughs> Aromatics of moleskin. A. Um, <laughs> but well, I mean, one one of the things we, we really want to do is is bring other people in here to to share their views and experiences on coffee with you and with us, and uh, we just haven't been able to do that. So, um, but today, coffee in the summer. Yep. Summertime coffee is is uh, wonderful year round. I actually I actually really like hot coffee even when it's hot out but i really like iced coffee as well right I well mean, it is like that time when more coffee. people like iced coffee than that's true you know, december that's true um, um so yeah we kind of just want to what do you like about coffee. iced coffee i i mean first off it being cold is really nice <laughs> yes. but there's a refreshing element to, to iced coffee that, that you don't necessarily get in hot right. coffee um also when you're when you're brewing coffee the various different ways that you brew coffee to make it cold each give you a different result and can give you a different experience than you get when you brew it hot. Right. Um, so, for example, I think I think when most people think of cold coffee, they think of cold brew. Maybe. Maybe. If or that. just iced coffee in general. I think iced coffee, just mm -hmm. more like hot coffee put in the fridge or you know, true. just quicker. So maybe it would serve to talk a bit about the different ways that coffee is brewed. Right. A hot coffee versus cold coffee. I mean, like everything, that's a, that's a can of worms. It's a rabbit hole True. of coffee. And we're learning a lot. Um, I like it because you're more in the mood for iced coffee, but brewing a good cold brew, like you say, like there's certain manual methods for it that are awesome, and, and they can showcase some really delightful aspects of coffee. Um, I'm but, sorry, this is freaking delicious. Oh, I know. We haven't even said anything. <laughs> Everybody out there in Radio Land... 
Yeah, I think I think they know that we like to drink on occasion. While yeah. We're recording. Well, especially s- special things. It's not a it's not a fact that we're drinking while we record, but we like sharing That's good true. food while we talk about good coffee. We do. So I'm going to interrupt the line of thought to Absolutely. briefly bring up the cachaça. Well, this is cool because this is actually a gift from our friends uh, at Quest Coffee Company, and we did the the radio interview with them. That's right. About the Brazilian coffee. So they came. They went to Brazil, checked out the source, talked about some improvements on the farm, and really had a wonderful trip. Uh, and then brought this wonderful bottle of cachaça back for us. Um, it's quite good. It's amazing. Delicious. So so hot coffee, cold coffee. <laughs> Um, you know, it, it's really easy to make a lot of cold brew at a time. It's a really fun way to share coffee. And it is it's easy for cafes to do it. So it certainly is, but it's a completely big different experience. For, absolutely, than, different than mood, but hot it, coffee. Um, so, so to briefly go over the differences between the the brewing on a on a sort of quote unquote scientific level. I'm not going to get all crazy about it, but when you're when you're brewing coffee with hot water. The, the hot the hot water the heat is bringing out soluble components that you don't get when the water is not hot right uh, it also brings those components out faster so when you're brewing coffee normally you brew it pretty quickly um, right. you get out all these flavor components everything um, and then you 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 drink the coffee fairly quickly as well because you may have experienced if you if you brew a hot cup of coffee and let it sit it it can get pretty unpleasant fairly quickly fairly quickly being within a couple hours absolutely you're not gonna want to drink no as opposed to like cold brew like immersion cold brew where you're letting like room temperature water sit in a container with the grounds for 12 to 14 hours Uh, it takes a lot longer because the, the there's not the heat there Right to pull the components out, so it takes longer. Right, but then it's less volatile. That's right, less volatile. So, so it doesn't it break down as fast. Right, exactly. Days. Um, also, I mean, you're 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 not going to get some of the the flavor in the hot coffee as, as you are in the cold because right, some of those solid components just won't won't come out. Exactly, uh, and that's fine. I mean, that, that's but there is enough of them. I mean, you're not necessarily sacrificing flavor. I think it's maybe a little bit more focused. So hot coffee is likely going to get all those solubles out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, I don't think that there's any solubles. You know, correct us if we're wrong. Please Should be do. The new hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Hashtag. Um, that there's there's no solubles that are only going to come out when the coffee's brewed with cold water. I think I if believe brewed, that's correct. That yeah. didn't come out right. If if it's brewed with hot water, it's going to get all the water soluble yeah. components out of there. If it's brewed with cold, it's going to get most of them, just not the ones that require heat to be extracted properly. Right, right. So you're still going to get a lot, but it can be a little bit more focused on the flavors than um, true. So so the solubility of, of like kind of medium roast or some of the darker, more body components of coffee will be soluble, and then also a lot of the fruits and acids as well. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I kind of wonder about and caffeine, the, the chemistry of, caffeine. of that, because it's still osmosis, right? It's still the water molecules that are attaching to the sugar molecules and pulling them out. <clears throat> I personally have tasted different subtleties in terms of sugar and cold brew versus a hot cup of coffee. So <laughs> it might just be that the heat creates a different kind of chemical reaction. Right. Well, but it could be that breakdown with the, with the... There's also that aspect of speed as well. Right. right. Um, the volatility that creates yeah. that, and so maybe because it changes... I mean, because think about when we're, you know, making food with a hot pan, right? 
those sugars heat mm. really fast and then they just stick to the ed edges of the pan. Mm. <clears throat> then we go to soak the pan and over time the water all by itself kind of pulls those molecules back away from the pan. But they're still the same molecules, it's just a different process. Mm -hmm. Can someone with science come here and educate us? <laughs> with science. Can you bring your science with you? Bring some science to our table. <laughs> Maybe leave it. We have a lost um, and found for people when they leave their science behind. We have so much over here. <laughs> Scarves uh, and science. So, so uh, di different different types of, of, of brewing cold. Well, we're already talking about right. um, cold brew. Well, so right Immersion is the classic sort of uh so full immersion doing a you know room temperature brew with with regular cold mm -hmm. tap water or you know filtered yeah. cold water and that's like um, tr traditionally the toddy the coffee that's yeah. the brand that and that's air of, quotes round toddy yeah if you're here i i mean i usually do mine in a in a just in a french press right yeah we brew ours works. here with just in you know big vats big cambros and then uh yeah. also in quotes cambros um and then uh, filter out with cheesecloth you can also generally get cold brew because because it uh, it's done in large batches and it lasts for a decent amount of time. Uh, you there are companies who make ready to drink cold brew right in bottles. Oh, it's great in stores. It's great. Um, Anchorhead, some, yeah, of course, Anchorhead, good friend of ours. Uh, Stumptown, of course, uh, is doing that, and then everybody in between. But um, frappuccinos, you know, you can put those into jars. So yeah, that's always it's a not cold brew. <laughs> Um, so one thing I, I, with the flavor, yeah. I also want to talk about too. I think is is this idea that Ben put, uh, set out there in his barista competition. Uh, Ben's from uh, Canada. Right. He got third at the WBC. But he, you know, he took the he took the um, vacuum sealer and he put this his espresso shots in the vacuum sealer to pull that carbonic acid out. So I believe that the slower brew, a long long brew, is going to allow a lot of those gases. Um, to escape during the brew process, so you're actually going to end up with a smoother, mm, mm -hmm. smoother coffee in terms of the the acids that are, you know, the carbonic acid and things like that that are contained in the. In it, the people do generally say, I think that uh, cold brew is less acidic. Right. Like if you have a problem. I hate it when people with, say that. Just put it out there. Oh yeah. Because there's so many different acids in coffee. There's yeah. Sugar, you know, true. and so that's like once you know bitter, too much about it, exactly. Like the, like the word bitter with coffee right. it doesn't. Have the same meaning. Mm -hmm. I want it from taste like coffee. Right. Um, Anyways, uh, so different methods. I, you know, our standard cold brew is a really wonderful method, but um, when I really want to focus in and make a lovely iced, like afternoon coffee cocktail kind of thing, I, I love the hot to cold. True. Well, before we get into that, I also <laughs> wanted to mention cold brew slow drip. Like you see oh, these like sometimes. I see it yeah, sometimes in like big towers in right. some cafes. Uh, but there's, um, uh, well, SCAA, did you stop by the brewer booth? Yeah. So they have, like, an, a contained system. And they had samples there. And it was, it was interesting. Like, the, it's, it's, it's cold brew immersion-like in that it's kind of rich in, the, in this, in the way that, uh, like, smooth and rich in the way the cold brew is. But it was much uh, brighter than I was expecting. Hmm. Um, so instead of immersing the grounds, you have... Uh, cold water i think they usually um they have a three chamber system so the water that's going in drips down into where the coffee is held and that and that water drips through into the to the vessel below and right. usually when i've seen it they have ice at the top so they're actually using like well, the cold ice, water yeah exactly the ice is you know kind of the time while the ice melts it slowly drips well they have a valve that that is the time 
So you set well, the valve really to drip at just one a big per IV of water. It's much more exciting. Um, but I think the cold yeah. water helps. You know, I mean, it it keeps it cold. Otherwise, if you know, if you're in a seventy-five degree room, then that water over twenty-four hours is going to turn into seventy-five degree water. Well, that particular and thing keeps it actually up. brews fully in four hours. Oh, well. um, and so I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, well, so there was a the the cafe that I went to when I well, last year last summer when I was in Thailand. Um, I sought out a lot of cold coffee because you know hundred degree weather. Thailand. I did not air quotes Thailand. <laughs> Jesse air quotes Thailand. Um, so the uh, cafe in Bangkok called Roots, uh, Roots Coffee Roaster. Mm-hmm. But they were doing the slow drip tower. Uh, so their cold brew, which they served in little jars, was this, this, this slow drip. They called it cold brew, but it was a, it was a room temperature slow drip. Mm-hmm. Um, and it produced a very bright um, cold brew. So uh, a lot more like it's like a combination between a hot drip and a cold brew. Uh, you get the smooth, darker elements of the cold brew, but you retain, I think, more of the brightness. Right. Um, so a I lot of it probably has to do with the speed of yeah, brewing it. It's going to make it more volatile. Um, but that requires, you know, special equipment. The cold brew immersion is popular because you just need a container mm-hmm. and uh, you dump the grounds and the water in there. But as you're saying, the hot to cold. Uh, traditionally, or I guess it's often referred to as the Japanese ice method. They invented it. Uh, which is... They invented ice. They invented ice. And they invented <laughs> methods. And methods, yes. <laughs> gravity. Um, <laughs> Japanese there would not be a poor without Japanese gravity. gravity. <laughs> but uh, I think that traditionally uses a V60. I mean, you can do it with anything. Yeah. But it's can, usually... Uh, I love a Chemex. Oh, yeah. I, a Chemex over ice is great. And um, the, key, the key thing with ice is... Um, making sure that that ice that you're melting in there is considered part, in the well, it's part of the the ratio for total water mm. versus total coffee. But you also want to keep that ratio such that that ice actually is melting, you know, for the most part in while you're brewing it. If you have too much ice and not enough hot brewed coffee falling into it, then you're just going to end up with a bunch of ice cubes. But then right. your ratios are off. Um, but other than that, I mean, just stick with your regular formulas. Um, wash the Chemex filter first, take it out, then put ice in there. And I do like a two-thirds to one-third. Ice um, in the bottom of the Chemex. Right. And then put the filter back in. <laughs> Just consider the golden mean, you know, like basically one-third to two-third ice to hot water that I'm putting in. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to start. I really um, like uh, AeroPress on the ice that's as one. a tool. Yeah. Um, I've, I've really discovered, uh, like sometimes if I have a really finicky coffee, mm-hmm. and I've done this with some 90-plus coffees because they have a lot of really delicate... Um, delicate coffees and and for me i think uh i did this with the juliet on this last one um and you know it was obviously really nice hot mm-hmm. brewed but i decided well i'll just brew it onto ice it's amazing and it just really mellowed out you know i thought it was sweeter right and i could discern some of the floral elements more clearly right uh, to myself and that's what we found really fruity ethiopians have just been mm-hmm. absolutely delightful and very tea-like mm-hmm. like on the cold brew um I think, uh... What about, uh, espresso? Um, espresso over, over ice never turns out as well as it sounds when you're ordering it, I think. Um, you know, I think making a nice little iced Americano is totally viable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. Personally, I don't think it's as good as doing a pour-over, <laughs> but it's just as fast. Um, I think cold brew has a nice kick to it and is, you know, easier for cafes to make. So as cafe owners, I would push people to, um... To the cold brew has yeah to yeah. the cold to the cold brew versus uh, ice americano, 
On the other hand, there is a lot to be said about the crema that floats on top of an Americano. And, you know, there's some saltiness and some really nice savory notes that you just won't get. You know, that volatility is, that aromatics and stuff like that is what's there. Mm-hmm. As I, when I worked as a barista, <clears throat> I kind of played with the espresso over ice a bit. Um, and my little trick was actually just to put a little bit of cold water in, pour the shots into the cold water, and let them cool mm-hmm. off less rapidly, and then put the ice in. Right. Because what I found was that if you really shock the espresso with that ice mm-hmm. that the flavor profile changes really quickly and it becomes a little bit more bitter mm-hmm. whereas if you cool it down a little bit more slowly and then add the ice um, you get more of that sweet kind of fruity stuff right. that you'll get. another example why coffee's better with a little bit more love yeah. it, it, it's such a, an incredibly unique thing it's it's mind-boggling how much how much effort you can put into it right I always, I'm always fascinated by that um, well, and what's fun, I mean, we make five-gallon vats of our cold brew for all of our neighbors, and we just keep that available to them. And then, uh, you know, yep. but when we really want to showcase, like, this Yemeni coffee we're going to get in, um, showcasing that over ice is going to be That's going to be interesting. You know, it's going to bring out all that beautiful gingerbread and all the fruit notes and everything. It's going to be so good. Are, are you thinking um, But it probably wouldn't or? be that good as a as an actual slow 24-hour brew, but, right. you know, but more pour-over. You know, I think yeah, right over ice. Yeah, yeah. there's something about because because there you're getting the the um, the hot brew right. um, benefits the extracting so all the flavors uh, quickly, but then something about taking that and then flash chilling it. Right, it, I've heard people just describe it as you know you're locking in those volatile compounds. You're just mm. seizing them up, and so they're there. You get a lot of aromatics. You're getting a lot of that stuff that's floating off of the hot that comes from the hot solubility. And then it's just, it's into the cold. And so while you drink that, you still have to drink it fresh. That's the thing. So brewed hot over ice. Yeah. That's um, still going to break down. It's still going to break down fairly fast. Yeah. You know, maybe not as hot as like shifting from hot to cold, mm-hmm. on, you know, and brew. But uh, versus uh, slow brew, toddy method. Well, you have to drink it within a couple. Like you slow brew or you you cold brew toddy. Right. You can have that for a few days. Right. In the fridge. <clears throat> right. But you do a Chemex over ice. You want to drink that, you know, within... Yeah. regular time 45 minutes or so the uh so i guess the the japanese air quote japanese method that i like is actually from hario the japanese company mm-hmm. um they it's called the freda uh beautiful little simple designs that work with a v60 and what's unique about them is they actually have a chamber that holds the ice so the ice doesn't actually sit on the bottom so it it doesn't create any kind of you know all the coffee can flow underneath that mm-hmm. but then it also has a lid sort of thing that fits under the v60 and so when the when you brew the hot coffee, it hits that lid and then distributes evenly. So you're not just dripping straight onto ice; you're dripping down the sides of the container. So it does kind of cool down as it goes. Fascinating. And then it hits the ice, and then it's also filling up around the ice mm. at the same time. So the coffee brew that's coming into it um, is acting like cold water in there, so it's not shocking quite as much. And I and it's and I really do notice a big difference between that method and you know a regular V60 over ice. I'd like um, to try that. Do you have yeah. that? We have an older one here. Okay, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's remarkable. Oh, might have to do a brew along with that then. Yeah. Um, I just remembered there's uh, there's a company, I can't remember what this is called, but there was a company that did a Kickstarter last year, the year before, uh, of, a, of a cold brewer, like, contained system where the you brew the coffee, uh, like, drip, hot drip brew. Um, yeah, you can have the rest of that. Thank you, Jesse. Hot, hot drip brew. Hot, dri- hot drip brew into uh, into the t- and it's siphoned through 
um, like a, a some kind of piping through this, and, and the piping is surrounded by ice. So the coffee never came in contact oh, with extra okay. water. Like an instant but cool the, system for like taps a, and stuff like, like that. copper piping or whatever right. chills the coffee and it comes out. The bottom cooled like an ice. Like an ice. Like you could make a nice little shot of iced iced espresso real quick without diluting. Right, it. or just do your regular brew without right. having to worry about ratios. Um, so that's. I, I mean, I'd love to get my we hands. We see that a lot in the barista competitions where they cool down their espresso shots. Colmey Bride definitely does that. Oh yeah. With special the sake coolers and stuff. You know, mm. with the ice on the outside of the glass and there's a glass inset that that he puts the espresso into to cool it down. Rapidly, but not super fast. That is very cool. Yeah. Uh, I really like cold brew, since we're on, on the topic. Cause, uh, well, Because <laughs> that's the topic of the show. I've, I've seen... Uh, no, you mentioned Cole. I've seen some of the shots he's putting out at Publica, some of the, the drinks. Oh, yeah. Like the... Coffee the cocktails. Amazing. Coffee it's cocktails. It's an elaborate bar. I love coffee cocktails. Really wonderful Instagram feed, too. I mean, they are on it as, as best as you could possibly do in Vegas, man. Those guys are on it with yeah. good local food and imaginative designs. Imaginative. Imaginative. <laughs> um... But if yeah, if if you want to like experiment with coffee cocktails at home, I just love using cold brew for that, just because it it's it's smooth, it's stable, you get the flavors through like alcohol. Right. Uh, it just works really well for me. Absolutely. Like well, and you don't, I don't know need, what, you don't need very much coffee for yeah for any kind of cocktail, uh, especially with alcohol. But you know it doesn't take a lot, and so doing a you know a nice nice toddy brew or something like that, having that available. French press is super easy to get that style, like you said before. You just make it. I use a, a double the regular ratio mm -hmm. um, for French press, and then just let that sit yeah. on the counter overnight, and then plunge it in the morning. And the only challenge with that may be that you might not be able to produce as much as you'd like, just because well, the French press is good coffee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> true, um, but the the French press does have the benefit of it. It has a filter built in, so you you can filter most of it out pretty easily. Um, right. If you're just Doing cold brew in a jar, it can maybe be a pain. Filter it the coffee. Most definitely is cheesecloth. Yeah. Old t-shirts, socks. <laughs> mm, just make sure they're washed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or not. I mean, maybe you're maybe you're going for something special there. Yeah. I don't know. Add some sweat flavor. <laughs> Aside from cold brewed coffee, uh, cold slow drip or or hot, you know, ice, hot to ice coffee. Um, I thought it would be great to just chat briefly about hot coffees you can enjoy in the summer. Because like I said at the beginning, I still enjoy a good hot coffee in the summer. But oh, I man. always tend to go towards brighter coffees. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I don't know, just brighter citrusy floral coffees. When right. they're hot, I often find them refreshing. Um, and that's just, that's just really nice. Right. I mean, I definitely do... Uh, lean towards the brighter coffees in the summer, the darker coffees in the winter. Right, I think it's something with the citric acid that's yeah. lovely and fruity and nice. Um, it actually happens. You know, it doesn't mean, I don't know, I really love, it depends on time of day, I still love my Americanos in the morning. So then the other thing, um, aside from brighter coffees, is just smaller coffees. Like... Mochas? Well, no, like just an espresso. Oh. Just because there's, you still get, you still get the wonderful flavor, you get the nice kick, right. but there's less. So but you're not carrying heat. a hot beverage around with right, you. Right, you're not carrying a hot there's beverage. There's nothing, yeah, exactly. So don't, I don't know, I don't definitely ice. don't drink my 16-ounce lattes and no. Don't ice your espresso. Just Indeed. drink your espresso as espresso. Right. If you're getting it done right, then, you know, it'll be delicious. Exactly. 
um, cold brew, really nice. We were doing a, uh, you know, some little fruity cocktails with some orange juice, or if you muddle up cold brew with fresh fruit, peaches, and oh. things like that, it's really, it's so easy and such a nice little afternoon pick-me-up that hmm. sort of feels like a nice cocktail, but it's not. You can still get work done, and local produce and local coffee is delicious. What you uh, don't do, yes. What please, not to do is don't brew your hot coffee and put it in a plastic container and then stick it in the fridge yeah. and then call that. I, well, don't don't take your coffee, coffee that's been sitting around and right. stick it in the fridge. Going, oh, it's cold coffee now. Right. You can't just add ice to that the next day. It, it's already done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Yep, it's volatile. It's going to break down. It's going to start tasting like that, and and then it tastes sour. Right. But I know, I know people don't drink it. And that's what they're expecting. Plus, then you just put the yeah. coffee that's brewed to a ratio that's been sitting around and stale and broken down, and then you put that over ice. So then it's inherently going to get more diluted, which is going to bring up, like, yeah. showcase more of those broken down. It's it's just sadness. That's what it is. And I've run into places that do that. They'll do mm-hmm. a French press and then they'll stick it in the fridge. Oh yeah. And call it cold brew. Well, and that's the always the constant frustration with you know the new wave of specialty coffee is treating coffee well and understanding that it's actual proper yeah. complex food to consume that we need to you know we need to brew it and treat it like that and it's daunting true you know it's easier than halibut to keep and you know make it last for a week the other thing I want to stand against is coffee ice cubes um, why don't you like those well okay I like them if is it a Pinterest thing that you don't like? Well, or no, no, is okay, it so ice cubes? The, I, I guess it depends on what you're doing, but I see I've seen a lot online these uh, you know brew coffee and put it in ice cubes and then stick it in your milk and it'll like no because as the ice cubes melt you're gonna get more and more coffee you're getting an you're getting an imbalance of of coffee in your drink. Well, right. Even even like the best way to do it if you really want to do it. Is, is if you're going to do a cold brew, you want to stick coffee ice cubes in there, like when you're serving it, then then freeze the ice at the same ratio that you're going to serve it at, so that when it melts, at least it's not changing the ratio of coffee to water. Right, coffee but, to milk. But even given that, like, I find that the coffee oils will come out faster than the ice will melt. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it gives me a really inconsistent and not very pleasant experience to be honest but i'm kind of picky about that but mostly right. i yeah you're absolutely right i mean you've seen those pictures of it's like uh like latte with iced right. coffee cubes and it's this glass of milk with coffee cubes in it yeah that's silly because you're gonna drink all the milk and then and you're gonna throw away the coffee it looks pretty right but you're not getting it's not right i mean i guess if you like that <laughs> go for it or you make a nice latte and then you put ice coffee ice cubes in it because you don't want water going into it. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to water down your milky ice drink yeah. or your iced Americano, you could freeze the ice cubes just because it's better than water, you might say. I would just be wary of the ratio of the ice, of the uh, actual ice cubes. Because if it's concentrated cold brew, that's not going to be pleasant. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, if it's, if it's melting and to melt and it's concentrated cold brew it could be pretty good but then but it has to be melted then you're just adding coffee to like you're drinking milk and you're getting Mm -hmm. ending up with more coffee in it at the end Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean I don't know maybe maybe you could do that and it would be good but uh, I don't know 
I, I, I think it's really hard to do well. It sounds like a really lovely way to keep nice cold brew going while you're on a road trip. It's just to freeze it all ahead of time and start chipping it off and eating it. Yeah, look. That's an interesting, interesting <laughs> yeah. thought, to be honest, actually. <laughs> you, could just, you could just take all your ice cubes and put so them in a... What you're saying you is coffee out. ice cubes are awesome. You just figured out the bottom <laughs> box of cold brew. Right. Anyways, yeah, I, I, um, if you want to experiment with it, I mean, that's, right. it's fair coffee's fun to experiment with, but I think it's really hard to get it right. Um, it's true. So we, uh, we had this, we have friends, you know, we we're here along Westlake here in, in Long Lake Union, Seattle, and we have friends that live on boats, and we have an old timer that came over, old Tom, and he drinks a lot of our coffee, but he likes hot coffee, and he has his routine, goes to 7-Eleven a lot, because, you know, they also have cigarettes there, and, uh. He came over and we had brewed a beautiful Ethiopian over ice, over Chemex, and we're all sitting around enjoying it. He shows up and we pour him, pour him a cup, and he takes one sip and goes, well, that's just bizarre, and he set it down and walked away. So it's because that coffee can just encapsulate such interesting flavors out of regular beans, that, and when you're not perceiving it as a hot beverage, mm-hmm. it throws a lot of people off that that would even be the way that coffee could taste. True. Which is fun. Loads of fun. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, almost certainly do some brew-alongs with some of the ice methods, like that one you were talking about. Which one? The um, I can't uh, the remember Hario. What I said. The Hario. I just woke up. Yeah. The Hario. 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 You know, Hario. John. <laughs> John. <laughs> the Hario. Ice. Ice drip. The Freda. Tool. Freda. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Don't that you one. Freda. Uh, I gotcha. So we'll do that. Uh, and probably, uh, you know, like an ice drip over Chemex. We should do, we'll, we'll do, do it side by side. Yeah. Let's do a Chemex, AeroPress, and Freda okay. side by side. Same so, coffee. Yeah. Same we'll we'll uh, look to do that next week. And um, yeah. that'll be fun. So thanks for listening. Uh, we'd love to hear what you would Whatever's. like to hear on the show. You know, uh, give us your thoughts. That'll, you know, help us uh, bring to you what you're interested in looking forward to that sort of thing uh, the show at coffeeloversradio.com uh, and as always conduitcoffee.com for some great coffee it's been wonderful to be here again yes it's good to be back lovely. good to be back thank you for the uh, cachaça and this stuff's amazing it is cheerio ciao <laughs>